you've got a price target of this stock still around 550 bucks. So this is clearly a buying opportunity from your analysis or has anything changed after this report? Nothing has changed after this report. In fact, if anything, I'm still, um, uh, I, I'm still uh, convinced that this is a, a pattern changer, a, uh, a leader, a, uh, a avant-garde in terms of new technology, new use cases in, in everyday life, everyday use, everyday um, uh, interaction. What's changed, unfortunately, is the sector as a whole has been taking a beating. Uh, and that part is, ab is above just an individual company analysis. And I think uh, mm. uh, over time it should rebound. I mean, it's um, it's still the valuation. Yes, it's still pricey. And that's probably one of the um, points you could push uh, against this name. But it's, believe it or not, still cheaper than um, Zoom or Atlassian or Shopify, other leaders in, in its field. Now, what's so interesting about this one is when this number came out and we hit it yesterday, I had no idea how this thing was going to move. I mean, when we saw Etsy come out, it was very similar to some of the other reports. Okay, these numbers are going to be impossible to beat and the share shares start dropping. For Twilio, they uh, jump ahead of the estimates for the earnings in the current quarter, but then the next quarter outlook is a little bit shy. So walk me through how that works. How are they profitable in a surprising side this quarter, but then are you saying, well, next one actually we're not going to do as well as the analysts thought? Well, first off, uh, they have a history of being conservative in terms of their guidance. I have in my research note, uh, if you've been following them, following the company and the guidance they, they give, they, when they guide, their, especially their EPS tends to be below what street, what consensus estimates are. But then every quarter after that, when they report that quarter, they beat. They beat on the EPS and they definitely beat on the top line. So they have probability because it's such a large revenue scale. I mean, they brought in about uh, almost uh, 600 million in revenues on the top line for Q1, and it's a seasonally weak quarter. So there are going to be about 2.5 billion. They should be uh, bringing about 2.6, 2.5, to 2.6 billion for fiscal year 2021. It's not a small company. It's not a small base. You have a lot of scale. Uh, there's, um, if they pull back on just any uh, one of their OPEX levers, you can have uh, you can have profitability and you can have cash generation, which is what they've done sporadically in the past. So mm. uh, they're just using to invest, but again, I think they're using it as a uh, as one of the reasons why they're being conservative in terms of their guidance, especially EPS guidance. What about the push forward of demand for these products and? these uh, messaging technologies as so much communication happened on a remote basis the past year. The ultimate question for everything right now is, are you a quarantine trade? That's kind of like the question for everything. <laughs> for Twilio, we've had the team on here before and they've outlined for us why uh, they're not in that category, that they have verticals in the travel and booking space as well, that we'll see more demand as things get back to normal. What is your view on how they sit between the quarantine demand and then what life as it gets back to normal might mean for them? They were growing rapidly, and when I say rapidly, I would be I would uh, characterize that as anything above fifty percent on the top line, pre-pandemic, pre-lockdown, pre-COVID, and yes, they were a lot smaller base back then. But uh, even w uh, in two thousand nineteen, which was a lot higher level of, of revenue, they were still delivering 
uh, 50% plus on the on the top line. During COVID, they exceeded that. They they excelled uh, even past uh, revenue performance, past uh, revenue um, metrics, growth metrics, because that this is, as you're saying, a COVID, a lockdown uh, company. It has technology that really services a lockdown uh, economy. But my take is that a lot of the use cases, a lot of uh, what you would uh, say would thrive in a lockdown uh, economy would actually continue to be used post lockdown as the economy opens up. Stuff like um, uh, curbside pickup, stuff like telehealth, stuff like uh, e-commerce, stuff like uh, getting information to um, to your customers uh, in a uh, text blast or to your employees. Uh, stuff like remote uh, remote um, contact center. Uh, capabilities for your uh, call agents. Those, I believe, will continue uh, because consumers are used to it. You're, it's annoying to go to the doctor's office. Why not try to get it on your video, on your mobile phone? Uh, you know, because you don't know when you go to the doctor's office, that could be like a half day out of your work schedule <laughs> to begin with. So, uh, and curbside pickup, e-commerce are, are not going away either. 